Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All righty. Today is a Thursday... July 16, and this is the first of, I'm going to say, eight sessions with my girl, uh, uh, the shy girl. That's what we're calling you. You noticed, did you notice the detail? The shy I girl? Saw, I saw. I yeah. saw. Like, okay, yeah. was that referring to me or somebody else? Like, no, no, that's, that's for you, and that's what we're going to do. We're not putting your name on this one either. So, I'm uh, not the shy girl. Okay, so then what do you want me to call it? Because I'll change the name, but I'm just like, you know the 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 the, uh, the undercover girl the the uh, oh, yeah. what do you want because because uh, because you know confidential girl you know the what the spy girl undercover, what, what undercover girl undercover. okay yeah okay undercover okay great great the undercover uh, undercover undercover on you know confidential chick okay got it so <laughs> I just wanted to, I, I figured if you didn't want your name on on a call where other people would listen to it you might not even want your name on this call so. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of that. Is that was that was that good to think about? Yeah, yeah, it is. Thank you so much. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> Trying to take care of you. Yeah. So yeah. I'll change the name of the thing, it'll be fine. Um mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you're the you're the undercover girl. Okay, great. Undercover. You're like the spy. You're like James Bond's sister. I like it. <laughs> I like to keep it low. I don't want to be too much out in the open. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I like people, but at the same time, after some people time, I'm like, no, I want my own time. Like, I have those cravings or yeah. something else where sometimes I'm like, I just want to go somewhere, sit on an island, or mm. just swim in a ocean and have nobody around me. Yep. I, I've oh. been having the 15 or 16. So. <laughs> okay, you just was breaking up in that last sentence. Say that again. Yeah, I said I've been having these thoughts to just be undercover or just go away since I was 15 or 16. Hmm. So well, I so I can relate to the undercover part because mm-hmm. um, I've got uh, a number of s- skills that spies would love to have. Like I know how to find out stuff without people knowing that I found out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know how to be invisible, you know, mm-hmm. so like I can go hide out in places, you know. Um, you know, I could do things that people won't know what I can do, which I really enjoy. Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> and, fun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know. They don't know I'm doing stuff, and I, I keep it to myself, you know. So um, yeah. I know how to. I know how to hide in plain sight if I really want to. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I could. I completely could relate to it. So you know, you you have my uh, uh, acceptance and approval. Not like you needed it, but you have it anyhow because I can relate. To it. <laughs> Got it. So, 
So um, over the next uh, eight weeks, we are going to uh, look at two different aspects of relationships, of dating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One is going to be the the various stages and the conversations that happen in those stages. Mm -hmm. Then the second thing we're going to do is we're going to look at the environments that – work best for dating for individuals because any any environment works for dating but you got to make sure that you're choosing the type of environment structures that work for you because mm. if you do that it, it will help you to recognize whether the person you're with is worth staying with because mm. you know what you want to do is you want to know that they like doing the same things you do or similar or you know, y'all y'all work together well, or um, you know, y'all or you know are great at discovering or something. So you want to use dating not only as a qualification tool, but mm-hmm. also as a building tool because it, when you really do dating well, you really shouldn't stop ever, no matter how well you've been together. So you'll learn how to play together in addition to qualifying the guy you're dealing with in your dating process. So if you do dating powerfully, you can have Mm -hmm. dating be a regular part of your life from now on. Does that Can I say something? Yeah, please, please. You are going to say... You wait, wait, wait. You're, you're, you're muffled, kind of like a, a bad reception area. So sorry. Now. Uh better. Yeah, better. Yeah. Okay, I'm holding the microphone close to my mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you were in the commitment. You. We had two participants here. Uh, that one found love recently, and the other one she she is um, hi. I'll meet you later, but now she is seeing somebody. Yes. So I looked at both of them. I'm like, wow. Um, okay, forgive if I say anything offensive, but in India, after a certain age, women don't think about dating, and these. Two women, they seem like they are older than 40. Yes. So when uh, when they said they have boyfriends, I'm like, wow, look at them. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, they're playing the game, and they may not know how to play the game, but that's not stopping them from playing. But you have an advantage because you have somebody that supports you who knows how to play the game. And so you're now going to know how to play the game. It's funny. One of my sayings, one of my favorite sayings is, don't hate the players, learn the game. I was talking to a friend last night. You know, she was, she wanted me to, she always calls me for advice. She was out of San Francisco. She was, you know, gorgeous and sexy. And we was in a TMLP together um, 2009. So, um, I was her East Coast coach. Anyhow, 
she asked me, you know, what should I, what should she say? Because she just got uh, her job. Her, her boss gave her a promotion, but they didn't talk about money. Like, they gave her more to Hello? Hello? Hey, Tony. I, yeah, I got disconnected. Ah, okay. All right. So let me, let me say that again. Okay. So, um, uh, you know, you're now going to, well, first off, you know, you, these women are, are playing the game and they may not know how to play the game, but they're playing the game. Mhm. Right. You have an advantage if you have somebody that knows how to play the game. Mhm. To support you in being able to play the game well, as opposed to just playing and hoping it works. Mhm. So you know, I have a favorite saying, which is, "Don't hate the player, learn the game." Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. I am right? getting that recently. Yes. It's funny because I, I have a friend who I know in San Francisco who we mm-hmm. were friends who we were both in the TMLP together. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of times I went to San Francisco. She let me stay at her house. It was great, right? So anyhow, mm-hmm. um, she called. We had her to talk last night, and she she just got um, – uh, she's a project manager of, um, for a big IT company. And mm-hmm. she, she got a new project. You know, she took it like as a promotion, or it was delivered to her as a promotion, but they didn't talk about money yet. Mm-hmm. So she said, you know, what? she asked me, what should I say to them in order to get this money? Because I need to have a money conversation because they ain't paying me enough for the work they're giving me, and now they're giving me more work. Mm-hmm. So what I said was the first thing I would do is I would talk to HR and find out all the rules around this thing, around payment, around promotions, about all of this stuff. I would mm-hmm. have that conversation before I talk to my manager. So my manager mm-hmm. is probably not going to talk to me about money because he don't want to get in trouble or, you know, he want to cover his own butt and all that stuff. So he's, he's, he ain't got any interest in making sure you make more money, not necessarily. He could, but probably not, otherwise you would have had that conversation. He was like, oh, my God, I didn't think about that. Please let me, please thank you for saying that and remind me to do that. So I'm going to have to send her a text later. But mm-hmm. – you know, the, if the manager is a great player and you're an okay player, at least if you know the rules, you can protect yourself from a great player because you know the rules. Mm. When I – my mom passed My mom passed away in 1998, mm-hmm. and um, she passed away July 17, 1998, and she had insurance money from teacher's insurance. She was a New York City uh, public education, public school teacher. And um, it took me six and a half months to get them to pay me because they kept saying this, they kept saying that, I kept asking questions, I kept checking in. And then I finally I said, listen, I need to know y'all's rules. Can you send me a, a, a manual, um, you know, policy and procedures manual for TIAA-CREF? So mm-hmm. I got that. And then I read the things that I needed to know. So my mom passed away of cancer. She, uh, she had, yeah, me too. But I'm gonna tell you, the, some of the money that I got from my mother got me into the landmark form, and that's how. I, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know uh, landmark, you know. So anyhow, um, wow. yeah, really, I spent fifteen hundred dollars of my of that money to do the curriculum for a living, and mm. like that's been like, you know, it's been like a jacket of beanstalk. Those are my beans. <laughs> mm. My thoughts. Got my whole life out of it. Anyhow, um, what I discovered in there is that my mom was out of school for almost two for two years, just about two mm-hmm. years. 
she officially applied for a sabbatical August 1st of 1997, I think. And then okay. she applied for one year sick leave, sick leave August 1st, 1997, I think it was, right? So, so in other words, you covered by insurance for a year unless you both had a sabbatical or sick leave, and they would give you for either one or both. But the way the insurance people that I was dealing with thought, they thought that you could only get paid off of one or the other. So when I looked in the policies and it said you get, you know, as long as you're inside of that, that's fine. My mom passed away two weeks before the uh, the deadline passed for her to for teachers insurance to pay out insurance premium. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. I had to learn. I had to learn the game better than then the players knew the games, but they didn't get paid. Six and a half mm-hmm. months took me to figure that out. And so, you know, for me, it's like, don't tell me what's up. Let me find out what's the real rules, and then I'll go from there. Mm-hmm. So you're, okay. you're, you're doing that by having me talk to you and teach you about dating. Got it. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so, yeah. I love to be on the inside. That's part of my spy uh, 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 skill set. You know, one, awesome. I know to, one, I know how to find out stuff other people don't know. Two, I mean, <laughs> I know how to find out stuff that I need to know. Three, I know how to mm. hide in plain sight. And two, I know how to hide, period. So, you know. This yeah. is perfect. I want to give a high five to you. <laughs> Listen, that was a high five. <laughs> so, yeah, Definitely. So you're gonna, yeah, you're going to know stuff. You already got a lot of spy skills now because you know stuff about men. Men don't know about themselves, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I also know the IL distinctions. Yes. I'm seeing that some of them I'm applying a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like they are coming to me naturally and things yeah. are moving. And people around me are looking at me like, oh, when she asked the same question, mm. she got the response. But when we did, why didn't we get it? Mm. <laughs> that happened. Mm. Monday morning, uh, I came into work, and uh, we had something urgent to finish. So uh, I said, okay, let's bring in more people, and we brought more people, and we were just talking about it. And the guy who walks in, he's like, okay, I can provide this help for you, and he did, he did it himself versus for us to ask him to do that thing, everybody would be scared. So one of my teammates, he was sitting there, he was looking at everything. He was like, if we had got this done yesterday, we would be in a better place. I'm like, Mm. I don't know. It happened. Now just move on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was surprising to me, but Mm. I'm enjoying it. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Okay. All right. So let's get into uh, the meat of this. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to cover the stages. It ain't going to happen overnight. I'm going to tell you what the stages are, and then we're going to go into the details of it, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I want you to know is that um, I'm going to have to become present to the female version of this. So I created this workshop a long time ago called The Anatomy of Dating. Two-day mm-hmm. workshop 
And if men and women interacted with each other in the nine stages, the nine steps to dating, I call it the nine stages of dating. And mm-hmm. um, and so they got a chance to do exercises and then find out for themselves who they are, what they're up to, and all that other good stuff. Um, and so uh, you're going to uh, hear me describe it to you, but I've, I've, I've actually never did this part with a woman. I always did it only with guys. And so the conversation is going to be focused with guys. So I need you to tell me, oh, wait a minute. You know, you know, like explain it so a woman can get it. And I will do my best, but if I don't for some reason, make sure that I do in case I miss something, okay? I'm, I'm going to be listening for it. But I'm, uh, this is the first time I'm doing it. This is why I'm saying, you know, I'm doing it for a woman only. And so that's why I'm like, you know, if I'm not talking your language, make sure that I do, okay? Sure. It won't be. It won't probably need to do it more than two or three times the whole time. But you know, whenever it is, understand that this is a you know that I'm gonna need you to tell me that in case I miss miss the uh, the mark. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. Great. So now, um, uh, the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do something for you that I've actually never done with anybody else before. I had um, I created a a workbook mm-hmm. for this for this nine steps to dating. Hmm. It was elaborate. I tried to use it in a workshop because I did. I always do my stuff as a beta test to make sure that it works. The mm-hmm. workbook didn't work as a part of the beta test. It slowed mm-hmm. the workshop down so much that it was like, nah, man, fuck that. I'm not doing that no more, right? But mm-hmm. I could see how it would be useful for yourself. Mm-hmm. So at the end of this session, I'm going to email you what I'm going to go through. And then I'm mm-hmm. also going to email you the uh, the workbook so that you can keep track. Because the workbook is designed to, one, to tell you, to help you see where you were before we had the discussion, mm-hmm. where you were after you got the discussion, and then also, you know, you can look and see where you are, you know, by the end of the program. Mm. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this workbook is awesome. I just haven't found a way to use the workbook as designed. So, you know, I mean, how the best way to use the workbook. So it's the, and it's the first workbook, workbook I ever created, and I'm pretty happy. I need to remind myself that hey, let's create more workbooks in the future, you know. So anyhow, so that's that. Mm-hmm. So now there's nine stages to dating, and each stage has its own conversational space. And I'll tell you, um, mm-hmm. stage one is preparation. Mm-hmm. Stage two is prospecting. Mm-hmm. Stage three is greeting, like as in hi, how you doing, hello, right? Breaking ice, you can call it breaking ice. Fourth stage is getting related or relatedness. Mm-hmm. The, fifth, the fifth stage is qualifying. Mm-hmm. Stage six is uh, um, presenting. Stage seven, overcoming objections. Uh-huh. Stage eight, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you got objections, they got objections, overcoming objections. Number uh-huh. eight, number eight is closing, closing the deal, registration, you can call it if you like. Uh-huh. And then, and then uh, number nine is upselling, meaning what are we doing next? Now that we've done, done all this, what are we going to do next? And upselling brings you back to preparation, prospecting, and the whole cycle. So that's a cycle. 
that actually never mm-hmm. ends when you're really doing it well. So um, most people don't realize that, that um, most people think they suck at dating because they get stopped somewhere. What I've discovered mm-hmm. is that what I've discovered is that people are usually good at at least half of these things naturally, and they need to mm-hmm. learn how to improve in the other areas that they're not. Mm-hmm. So some people may not be great at breaking the ice, but they're great at presenting and closing. Mm-hmm. Some folks might be great at getting related and breaking the ice, but they don't know how to overcome objections. Don't even recognize objections are there. Mm. Some, folks, some folks sabotage themselves at the preparation stage before they even go anywhere. And so mm. this this piece that we're going to be going through is designed to teach you, to show you how to teach yourself how to get better. Mm. The workbook will do a lot of the work for you as well because you'll see where you are in, let's say, preparation and then you'll just learn how to prepare better. You'll always up, be able to upgrade. This is like never-ending upgrading. Mm-hmm. So this is the first part of the program, and then the second part is going to be like how to create the spaces, how to create the environment, how to, how to use the dating process to build a relationship, uh, you know, because, you know, whether you – Go, whether you meet somebody that you're going to go out for the first time with, you go out with them for the first time, or you've been married for a long time and you want to have your monthly date night, whatever. You're going to use these different steps and stages, you know, plus the, the, the dating environment, you know, how to structure it. You're going to use all of that so that, you know, you have it be a enhancement, a benefit, you know, to your relationship from the beginning. I also want to add something. Yes. Uh, Firstly, I want to acknowledge you for posting uh, some post I read on Facebook of yours this morning. It said, um, cherish your previous relationships or ex-partners because they provided something for you and don't don't make them wrong for not having that workout. Or I, I'm not saying the exact words, but mm. when I read that this morning, I'm like, yeah. Mm. I'm, I mean, it, how much ever I am complete with my past relationship, I spoke to him, I called him. Even after that, sometimes I just feel like making fun of him, like in a... Mm. Uh, condescending way, then I come back thinking that oh no, don't do that. He didn't. He didn't do any any harm to you. So hmm. uh, good. That post of yours was helpful. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. That was last month. I posted that one. Wrote that one. I think. But uh, whenever I did, you know, I'm happy. So <laughs> yeah, I post I post between five and eight things a day. So I don't even remember what I posted a week ago. You know. Uh, if I didn't, and if I didn't keep track, oh, which reminds me, if I didn't keep track of it, then I wouldn't know what the heck I wrote, you know, for once to where I'm at or whatever. But I sent you two things to read. You remember? Yeah. Did you read any of it? Not fully. No. Meaning okay. no, no, I did not. Okay. Okay. Got it. I got it. So one of them was a month's worth of posts. 
don't remember if it was January or whenever month it was. But I sent you like every post that I that I put on my Facebook page for a month. I've sent that as a document for you. Number one and number two, I sent you an ebook called um, "The Power of Romance." Mm-hmm. So you should read them anyhow because you'll save yourself some headache and some time. And then in, with the and you have something to ask me questions about too. So all right. Okay. Just reminding you, I should have checked in with you about that before. So, all right. So now we're going to start talking about um, the anatomy of dating, the nine stages of dating. We're going to start from the beginning, preparation. Mhm. I'm going to read you what I got, and then we'll talk about it. Mhm. Um, after today, we'll talk about. We'll most likely be able to cover two, two stages at the same time. Um, okay. But, but but today we're just going to focus on one, and if there's more time afterwards, then we'll go into the second one. But we're going to start with this right now. Mm-hmm. So stage one is preparation, preparing to go on a date. Now mm. this means this means you either prepare to go on a date, you prepare to meet somebody that you want to you know meet because you you're going out, but you don't know you you're not going out on a, an official date because you know you don't know this, you don't know how you don't have a date person to, to date with. So you want to go out and hopefully meet somebody at a club or, you know, at, at an event or something like that, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so um, um, and then and then when you're married or when you're in a relationship, then there is um, you um, uh, preparing to go on a date with the person that you're already in a relationship with. You know, you're going to prepare differently for going on a date with your boyfriend or husband then going on a date for the first time, somebody you met on Match.com versus, you know, you're going out and you're hoping you meet somebody at this party. Mm. But there's, there's you, you know, there's different ways you would end up preparing naturally. Anyhow, you'd have a different perspective on it each way. But everything I'm going to say will cover that. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll be able to use this information to support you in being accurate about how to prepare. Mm-hmm. Because before you go out on a date, no matter what, you're thinking about going out on that date. You know, The first thing is to say yes and to start thinking about it. And so the thinking about it is for preparing, preparing whether you know it or not. It could be as simple as, you know, what dress am I going to wear? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's going to be a lot more than that. So let me just tell you, let me just read you what I got here. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So um, preparation is the first stage of the anatomy of dating, of the dating process. And so the purpose of this stage is, the purpose of me telling you this, is that you understand that preparation leads to success, like you're an introduction leader. So, you know, you got to do all this preparation for your lead. Mm-hmm. Learning, learning how to prepare for a successful night out to create a successful outcome before leaving the house. Mm. To choose what to, to choose what you want to happen before you leave the house. To understand that you're always preparing, whether you know it or not, and to prepare to understand that you're preparing. If you were a man, you're preparing to be interviewed with a woman. <laughs> and if you're a woman, you're preparing to interview a guy and decide and trying to see if this is the guy of your dreams or not. Like you're 
preparing for the qualification stage, like you know, among among other things. So that's what I want you to get. So you, you sound like he was going to say something a couple of different times there. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I also want to add my preparation includes how to dress up myself. So oh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We ain't go there yet. We're going there. We're going. Okay. Okay, great. So, and you're going to get this, you know, so you'll have it, you know, that you could use and it's part of the workbook and all of that. It's good. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so the key, every prep, every stage has a key distinction or key distinctions. So the key distinction is two in preparation. If you just pay attention to these two things, well, there's three things, but these two things is your distinction. And then there's a third piece that I'll tell you about in a second. So the mm-hmm. key distinction to pre- preparation is to is visualization and clarity. Okay. So... Um, um, another thing I'm going to tell you right this minute is that um, each one of these stages has four components to it that I'll be sharing with you. Uh, the purpose of the stage, the key distinctions, uh, practices that work or your action plan, or practices that work in this area, and then mm-hmm. areas, and then areas for never-ending improvement. You ain't got to remember them. It's going to come with each one of these stages. Um, so now. Okay. Uh, are you going to send them in the workbook or in the email? Yeah, I'm going to send it to you in the email. Don't worry about it. You don't got to track it. But okay. you'll, you'll know that will be the discussion. Each stage has four conversations to it, four pieces mm-hmm. to it. It's the same, same four areas, but each area is going to be a different conversation because the stage is different, if mm-hmm. that means anything to you. So, you know, don't worry about it. You'll get it. So inside of the key distinctions of clarity and visualization, here's what you need to visualize and be clear about. Goals. Well, excuse me, mental. You need to be mentally clear. And mainly you're going to be about goals. You're going to be looking at goals. So your mental clarity and your mental visualization is going to be preparing yourself mentally, meaning what goals you have, Preparing yourself emotionally, physically, financially, logistically, activity-wise, and venue or location, venue, location, same thing. So, for example, you want to know what you want to achieve. So you want to have yourself mentally prepared because you want to mentally visualize what it is you want to achieve and be clear about what it is you want to achieve as an outcome on your date. You prepare it for that. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, you need to manage yourself emotionally because you can be with a great guy and then you get triggered in a way that doesn't work and then you blew it because, you know, he's like, I ain't taking a chance with her again. He's crazy. 
right? <laughs> hmm. Or or you want to, like, notice that you're being hemmed in, blocked in, and you're not being open enough to allow him to get to know you, which is one of your things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. And then physically, you know, that includes wardrobe, that includes rest, that includes, you know, um, um, making sure you've got all your tools with you or whatever. Um, you know, that includes does that date you're going to go on, you know, support you physically? Can you physically handle that date? You know, going to dinner is a little bit different than going to uh, ride on a horse. Mm. Right, you go horseback riding on a date is different than going to dinner or bowling. So you want to prepare for the type of date you, you're going to do physically. Mm-hmm. Again, it might be wardrobe, it might be energy level, you know, whatever. So you got to look at yourself physically and make sure you're okay with it, you know. You may not feel like you could fit in in that environment. You know, if you're going to go meet the queen and king of England, queen and prince of England, you may not feel comfortable doing that. You might not have the, the, the you know, the physical wardrobe to be able to pull it off. So, you know, like you got to be present to that, right? Mm-hmm. Financial. You know, as a woman, you know, you, most of the time a guy's going to pay, but does that mean that you you could be okay with not having any money? You know, you, I don't think that's a good idea, and I don't think most women do either. So you want to be responsible financially. And, you know, it might turn out that you you might feel like you want to pay for the date for whatever reason. I don't know what that would be, but you mm-hmm. got to be clear. You know what I mean? you got to be clear about that. Yeah. You know, um, um, logistics would be, you know, where you're going, how you're getting there, um, you know, things of that nature, what you're going to need when you get there. Um, you know, all of that stuff, right? So if you look at it from the standpoint of being a production supervisor or um, or being a, a room captain, you know, you get a better sense of the logistics of, you know, the date that you're going to be going on. Um, you know, location would make a difference. Venue would make a difference because, yeah, you might be preparing and taking care of the venue, but you still need to pay attention to where the venue is and does the venue suit you. Right, so mm-hmm. you got that, and then it's like, what are you going to do on that date? You know, what activities are you going to sit around and crack jokes? Are you going to sit around and listen to somebody else crack jokes? Are you going to eat? Well, you know, what are you going to do? So there's the activities involved, and and that's a that's activities is going to be um, the activities and the goals is going to be a huge conversation in the second half. Uh, Logistics activities and, and, uh, and uh, goals are going to be when we finish with the nine stages of dating. I'm going to go. I'm going to come back to this and I'm going to let you know how much, how important those things are. But in the meantime, you still need to prepare and see what would be ideal dates for you. Not like you want to make sure that this guy only does ideal dates, but you want to be clear what's ideal dates for you. This is why I'm giving you this, so you can visualize. Okay what it looks like, and you can be clear what you want and need. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. The, now, you, you, you're going to use this to create an action plan for yourself. Whether That's it's awesome. Your, yeah, you're going to use all of that, what I just gave you, to create an action plan. And so let me just read you about action plan. 
Okay. Combination of things you create from the above list becomes your action plan. Your action plan is, in effect, your preparation checklist. If you do a thorough job of creating it once, you'll make adjustments over time, but you'll never have to create it again from scratch unless you lose it. (laughs) I highly advise you do that for yourself. Give yourself the gift of being completely prepared to Mm -hmm. to be completely prepared. Using your action plan will help you to begin altering inaccurate or disempowering beliefs. That's one of the great things about this because you'll start seeing where what you think and believe is, whether it's in alignment with who you are and reality or not in alignment with who you are or reality. Sometimes you've shared things with me where your beliefs were like, Man, I don't know what she came up with that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this preparation mm-hmm. checklist and your in the on the workbook you're gonna get is um what um is you're gonna be able to decipher for yourself. This is gonna be groundedness um in a way that you may not have ever had before around relationships. That's so, great. All right, using your action plan, you'll be able to observe your subconscious mind in action as you create your plan, and you'll be able to do something about it before you find out when it's too late. Mm. And by the way, and by the way, the dating game is won or lost in preparation. What does that mean? That means that if you don't prepare properly, then there's a chance uh-huh. that the date ain't going to go well. Mm-hmm. You know, you might think everything's going fine, but you don't know who you need to be for your date. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you need your date to be for you. That's all part of prep. You know what you're looking for. You know, you can put everything you've ever gotten out of and understood and remembered out of qualifying men and happily ever after as a part of your prep. Yes, yes. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So now, the last piece of this section I'm going to tell you about is what I call areas for never-ending improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in other words, there's pieces of this of the dating process that you'll never max out. You'll, there'll always be room for you to upgrade somehow. And so in each section, I'll tell you what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so for preparation is goal setting, like what do you want to accomplish? And two, improving your overall action plan. Because you'll upgrade it. You know, you'll learn that you like this better than you like that. Oh, I didn't even know I liked that. Oh, I didn't even know I didn't like that. You know, mm-hmm. famous last words for many people are, gee, it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> So this is designed to eliminate that. Hmm. Okay, so. Um, all right, so let me hear what you got so far, because I said a whole lot. Sure. Uh, my first reaction when you said the stages, yeah. some of them seem familiar to me, 
as we are going through each of them in detail, I'll tell you more. But I, I think I have been thinking this way, and my um, my interactions in the past have been going this way, and I I don't like when sometimes people jump from one stage to the other. Mm. Uh, like I think I told you in the happily ever after course around that time I spoke to some guy and it was the first time I ever spoke with him and we did some greeting and my intention was okay let's take it a first conversation and then we'll get into relatedness and knowing more Within the first 10 minutes, he goes from, hey, how are you, to, hey, you should talk more, or come on, I'm speaking so much, why don't you say anything, or he's trying to make fun of me. I'm like, this is too much, just slow down. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, and in the previous meetings, or including my ex-boyfriend, the qualifying part came after a few days later. Initially, I was, like, super excited to meet him. Then I had other people who I was talking to. And once we met, it took off on a whole different level. And we were related, like, our backgrounds were related in a surprising way, I was like, wow, this is a miracle. Like, how on earth did this happen? And I was in the qualifying state. I was like, oh, okay, this is good about this guy. Would he be a great husband? Would he be a great father? How would that be? I did, I think I did all of that with my ex until it came, uh, I struggled a bit in overcoming objections. And the closing and upselling never happened because he broke up. So these steps sound familiar to me. And what I also got was um, uh, making an action plan. A mm. uh, personal note I put for myself is to make an action plan for other important areas in my life. And I wrote down the quote you said, um, learn the game, don't hate the player. Yes. (laughs) This, I mean, as I was speaking to my dad yesterday, it's the same conversation between me and him. He's like, you should be with somebody, you shouldn't be single by now. I'm like, yeah, I'm listening, I'm listening. And sometimes he says a few things which trigger me and... My default reaction is either get upset or cry or I break into tears either on the phone with him or I hang up and I start crying. That's not working for me anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I want to change the game here, like learn the game, what he is doing, not hate him for what he is doing. Right. And be a master in this game because this is my personal life, my 
romantic relationship and my future marriage, my kids and my family, everything. Right. So, yeah, uh, these are the few things I got from what you said so far. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So, um, let's see here. I mean, normally we do an hour and a half. You know, it's an hour and 15 minutes, and I'm not going to go over that right now. I'm going to leave it, leave it like that. I'm going to, you know, though I'm going to review the uh, workbook. So let me find that. Yeah, and I have a request for today. Since I'm at work, I want to finish an hour, which leaves us 16 minutes. Yeah. And we'll set up the future calls over the weekends or in the evenings. And yeah. it would it would be okay even if we went overboard. Right now, it's my work time, part of yeah, lunch yeah. and my work time. That's why. Yeah, 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 no problem, no problem. Okay. All right. So, um, so yeah. So, um, I'm just looking at this book here. Um, yeah. I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm just gonna like really talk about it. It's called the Dating Success Planning Guide. That's what it's called. Um, awesome. So, this yeah. is all like music to my ears. As you are saying. The intention of the you're gonna read this, but I'll tell you anyhow. The intention of the workbook. Uh, is to, to be your best friend and greatest ally in your pursuit to experience dating and relationships the way you've always thought it could be. Mm-hmm. It's designed to help you see where you've been effective and where you have room for improvement. It's designed to help you clarify your needs, skills, abilities, desires, and to create a plan that best fulfills you. However, its higher purpose is to show you how to teach yourself to be effective with the opposite sex and to make your dreams come true in the area of relationships. When, mm-hmm. when, we make, when we make mistakes or don't understand something important to us, many times we think there's something wrong with us. However, what's usually at play is that only one or two areas need improvement and the other 90% of what we're doing is great. You'll only you'll not only identify areas for improvement, but gain tactics and strategies. Um, I said from, from from fellow participants because that's part of the workbook. But anyhow, you'll gain um, uh, you'll not only gain I, I um, you'll not only identify areas for improvement, but gain skills um, because you're gonna. I'm actually gonna have you um, do some assignments where you're going to be in conversation with people. You might even interview some people. I've got to see how I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you can actually, you know, talk to people and, you know, and learn something from those conversations that you have. Uh, last thing I want to say is whenever you go out on a date, mm-hmm. use this book, use this workbook and these conversations to discover where you were before, during, and after each date so you can use it to help you improve your dating process. Because right now, I think what's really the thing is you give yourself permission to be you, you're giving them self permission to be themselves, and um, you know, and having the freedom to actually flirt and 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 be approachable. Those are the things I think I get right now. I'm not I'm not attached to being right about what I just said, but that's what I'm getting, you know, about you and like what's there for you. So, um, so that's the workbook. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, um, yeah, <laughs> you got some stuff that you're going to have to do here, and it's fine. So, All right. It'll be fun. Just do – you can look at through the whole thing, but just look at the um, the first section, which is um, uh, the preparation part. And, you know, we'll go over the rest of it uh, next time, all right? Yeah. Awesome. All right. Anything you want to say in closing? Because I'm going to let you go a little early today. Um, uh, I'm sorry if I sounded sleepy. I just had my lunch, maybe. That's why I sounded oh. like that. Yeah. I, I didn't even notice. Oh, okay, well, okay. You're fine. So if you didn't say that, I wouldn't have known what you were talking about. Oh, okay. So you... You's fine, my sister. Okay. Um, what else? I'll, I will, okay, so after this call, I'm going to look at the first section and also read the post and the ebook. How big is the ebook? like? How many pages? Um, I think the ebook is like 25 pages. Oh, okay, that's it then, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a small ebook, so twenty five, twenty seven pages, and that includes the cover and you know introduction and all that stuff. So um, okay, yeah, I, I think it'll make a huge difference for you as well in the area of dating because you know again when I wrote that and I created the anatomy of dating, I did it because I was because the, the men I was working with were like calling for this. So I, uh-huh. I wrote it. I wrote it in their language, but you know, do your best to translate it into your language as a female, because I haven't edited it so that women could like own it. Because uh, most of the time, women are looking at the guy to do the date, the, the romance, when really they don't understand that they inspire him to want to be romantic. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting that recently. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And, oh, my God, every time I get something, I'm like, I've been a jerk in my past relationship. Oh, my God, I've been a jerk with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> well, I feel so like I... crap. Hmm. Sometimes I feel like he's an amazing guy and I was not appreciating him enough, but okay. Yeah, well, he was a lesson for you and, you know, you get a chance to take your lessons to the next guy, to the next one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh, anything else? Okay, my pleasure. Uh, I'll send you the payment tomorrow. Okay, I'll take it tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Talk to you later. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, let me know. Let me know what days you know work for you, and yeah. you know days and times so we can have regular schedules and like that. Okay, so it's going to be an hour and a half call. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Thanks. Okay. Later. Yeah. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.